Blog Talk Radio. All I 
now. Well, welcome back to another edition of Face to Face. This is Prayer International Radio. And tonight, Sean Holmberg will be out of the studio, but I'll be your host. Uh, actually, he may be in a little later, but we're not quite sure. So uh, just for the sake of arguing, we'll say that tonight I'll be your host for the whole program. And uh, Sean may be joining us, but we're not sure. So um, if you have any prayer requests or uh, any comments, any testimonies, anything you'd like to share, feel free to call in, 619-638-8458. Feel free to go to the phone or go to the email, uh, prayerinternational at gmail.com. We're taking emails. We're live in the chat room. If you want to log in to the chat room, check out the the chat button and sign in with the name, whatever. Get on in there. There's people in there uh, throughout the broadcast from time to time. We've got ministry going on, fellowship, prayer, teaching, connections happening. Uh, Feel free to get in there as the Lord leads you. And so, and again, this is Prayer International Radio, and we will be... uh, just sharing the word of God and praying and, and just creating an atmosphere of worship, an atmosphere of miracles, just a place where the presence of God can meet you wherever you're at, where the Holy Spirit can brood over your life, can move over your life and touch you and take you into the thing that the Lord has prepared for you since before the foundations of the world. So praise God. We're going to go into a time of worship briefly, and then we're going to come back in and take some prayer requests and have some time of prayer. And, of course, if the Lord has a teach or go into that, we will definitely go into that. But praise God. And uh, anyways, just want to encourage everybody. You know, we, we're reaching out, uh, different media streams, Facebook, MySpace, Twitter, uh, blog Talk Radio, blogger.com. And so if you want to just check us out, we've got daily devotionals posted on our website and Facebook, different places. And so feel free to connect in with us. We are raising up a 24-hour prayer chain or heads of prayer, whatever you want to call it. We're using different ways to do that, phones, blog talk radio, video, Tiny Chat, Skype, and so feel free to get involved as the Lord leads you into a place of intercession and prayer. We want you to feel at home, feel like you can be a part of our Christian family here and what we have committed to the Lord and what we're doing. And so again, we just thank you for your support. We thank you for joining in uh, in the chat rooms and on the prayer calls and just for listening in and praying in. And so, like I said, we're going to open up in prayer and go into a time of worship. So, Father, right now we just thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit. Father, we ask, Lord, that you would cover every man, every woman, every teenager that's listening tonight, that you would touch them by the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord, that you would cause them to become sensitive to your presence, cause them to become sensitive to your voice, to the voice of your Spirit. Father, you said... My sheep hear my voice. In the voice of a stranger, they will not follow. So we pray, Lord, that the stranger's voices, the strange voices become dim. The strange voices become faint. 
and that you would give them ears to hear what your spirit is saying and ears to hear what you're doing. So we just thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, tonight. We just ask your blessing. We know there's church services taking place tonight uh, all over. It's Wednesday night. A lot of people getting out of church. We just pray that the word of God would dwell in your hearts richly by faith, that it would be watered as the Spirit soaks that word into your heart. We pray for the church services coming up on the West Coast and those that are going on right now, even on the West Coast and different places all over the globe right now. We just pray, Father, that you pour out your Spirit in every meeting, every gathering, whether it's a house church or a home meeting, a Bible study, a corporate worship gathering, a conference, whatever it is, Father, touch your people tonight, even as they gather on the Internet and blog talk radio, as they gather on different media streams, Father, touch your people tonight. Father, we pray your blessing over Japan, that you would move in the lives, move in the hearts of the people in Japan, use this crisis and turn it into an opportunity for your gospel to go forth. Father, we ask you to bless our nation. And Father, we ask you to bless, Lord, the nation of Israel, bless Jerusalem. Father, we thank you, Father God, that you're putting your angels around them, protecting them, and keeping them in all their ways, prospering them. And we just give you praise and glory and honor. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise God. If you need prayer, feel free to go to the phone, 619-638-8458. Give our evil way. 
All right, well, praise God, we're back. Another edition of Prayer International Radio. This is Face to Face. And it's about 15 minutes past the 10 o'clock hour. We're broadcasting tonight out of Dallas, Texas. And uh, my name is Chris Herzog, Sean Holmberg. Uh, hopefully we'll be in the studio with us later tonight. Praise God, you know, we are gathered two or more in his name. And he is in our midst, and that's what matters, is that Jesus is here, the Holy Spirit is here in our midst. And if you're listening tonight, if you're joining in in the spirit of worship, in the spirit of prayer, in the spirit of thankfulness, then God is taking our gathering serious. He's taking our fellowship serious. He's taking our forsaking not the assembling of ourselves together. When we gather together, God gets in the middle of it. He says, look, when two or more are gathered in agreement in my name, I am there in the midst of them. So if he says, if we ask anything in his name, if two or more touch, anything, it shall be done. Listen, there's power and agreement. And we want to agree with you in prayer. Tonight, we just want to let it be known. We are declaring the word of God as our standard tonight, that Jesus Christ is the gospel that we are preaching and the Lord crucified. We believe that salvation is a gift of God. It's not by works of righteousness. If any man boasts, but it's the gift of God. The way you get into heaven is by the blood of Jesus. Listen, the only forgiveness you're going to get, the only forgiveness you're going to experience in life is in Christ. Look, at some point in your life, you're going to want to be clean. 
you got guilt in your life. You want purity. Listen, there's a there's a built-in desire in you to to have purity. It's a built-in desire towards God. But at some point, you're going to have to address this. You're going to need things in your life to be right with God. You need a friend of Christ. You need a comforter. You need the Holy Spirit. It doesn't matter if you've got friends in the world, men and women and teenagers in your life. Listen, people fail. People fail. People miss. People make mistakes. People lie. But God never lies. Listen. Let's say you have friends, but you never had a friend like Jesus. Listen. There's things going on in your life. Nobody knows you better than God. Nobody knows you like Jesus does. Nobody knows you like the Holy Spirit does. And there's things going on in your life that only God can give you solutions for. He's the most consistent relationship you're ever going to know. People, they change, you know. What you say or what you do can change somebody's opinion of you. But what you say or what you do will never change. And what somebody says will never change God's opinion of you. You're never going to enjoy this world. Realize this is God's world. And unless you have God in God's world, you're never going to enjoy it. You need a future. You need a future. God says, I've got plans for you to give you a hope and give you a future. I've got an expected end for you. Listen, God knows what you need. You've got an inner longing inside of you for eternity to see if there's something more to this life. You know, T.L. Moody once said, one of these days you're going you're gonna to hear that I'm dead and gone. But when you do... Don't believe a word of it. I'll be more alive then than at any other time in my life. Listen, Neil Moody had it right. You're going to be more alive when you're standing before him in heaven than any other time in your life. Maybe you wonder about eternity. Maybe you wonder what death is like. What's going to happen when you die? Is there a God? Is there a devil? Is there a heaven or a hell? What happens? Everybody wants to be around tomorrow. The only guarantee you have is that one day you're going to pass from this life into eternity and you're going to be judged by a living God who's going to weigh the consequences of your action and weigh the consequences of your faith or the lack thereof. The only guarantee you have for a future, listen, is going to be putting your hope in Jesus Christ. The gospel means good news. Listen, you can change. You can have your sins forgiven. The blood of Jesus can wash you clean. God loves you. He wants to be the difference in your life. He wants your life to change. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. In Romans 6.23, it says the wages of sin are death. Listen, confess your faults unto the Lord and he'll forgive you. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. And even though you may have death or sickness staring you in your face, you may have judgment staring you in the face, you may have 
circumstances staring in your face. Listen, God's gift is eternal life through Jesus Christ. He's provided a way for you. He's provided a comforter to walk you through every trial and hardship of your life. He's, he's given you himself as a loving father to, to move your circumstances by his hand. Listen, between the wrath and the judgment of God, there's a Jesus, there's a Son of God that, that's standing in the middle of it. He's absorbing your judgment. He's taking on, he's like a, a lawyer. Since he's a little different, he's taking your judgment. He's taking your penalty. Jesus took it on the cross. God says, look, if you just recognize him, if you'll just have a respect for him, if you'll have an awe for him, if you'll have a, a gratitude towards his son and the words of his son, listen, then God's judgment will be withheld from you. You'll receive pardon and forgiveness of your mistakes and your sins. If you confess your faults, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ has been raised from the dead, then you should be saved. Listen. You confess your sins. He's faithful just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. First John one nine. Accept his mercy. Reject your sins. Confess your sins and then turn away from them. That's how you reject your sin. You confess them and you turn away. If you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you. He said, He who confesses his sins will be forgiven, but he who who hides his sins there's going to be problems for that guy. The Bible says, God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. If you believe on him, you put your trust in him, you put your faith in him, you put your faith in his blood, you would not perish, but you'd have everlasting life. So how do you accept his mercy? Ask him. Believe in your heart, confess with your mouth. Forsake your sin. Praise God. Now you need Jesus. We're here talking about the Son of God. Praise God. We just want to thank all the people in the chat room and the prayer room tonight. Just want to bless you, our Blog Talk Radio family, Facebook family, those of you that are reaching out. Listen, this is Prayer International Radio. You need Jesus in your life. That's why we're here. That's what we're talking about. We are declaring Jesus Christ to be the Son of God. We are declaring that God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. So look, if you're listening tonight, hey, I don't know where Walk on Water went, but uh, for some reason it, it got you out of the chat room. Feel free to try to log back in there. I don't know how that works. But if you're in the chat room, we're just praying for you. If you're listening via Blog Talk Radio, we're praying for you. Maybe you connected this through Facebook or the website. We're praying for you. Know that somebody, that you've got Jesus Christ in heaven. He's praying for you. 
You've got the Holy Spirit working through the lives of believers. They're praying for you. They don't even know it. They may be just praying in the Holy Ghost and praying for you and not even realize who they're praying for. We're praying for you. We're agreeing with God. We're agreeing with Jesus. We're agreeing with the Holy Ghost and declaring the will of God be done in your life and the kingdom of God come and that Jesus would be revealed to you in spirit and in truth. Praise God. Look, wherever you're at, go to the phone, 619-638-8458. If you want to try to get on the uh, call line, 619-638-8458, listen, we'll have a 1-800 number pretty soon, a toll-free number. I'm not exactly sure when that's going into play. Probably by this weekend we'll be posting that on you know, the website, Facebook, Blog Talk Radio, let you know how you can contact uh, we want to make ourselves available to you. Praise God. It's like walk on water back in the chat room. I don't know what happened, but uh, we just bless you, sister, tonight. Bless you, guest, 36-121. We just bless you. And uh, for those of you that want to listen, look, get in the chat room. Check it out. There's ministry going on, prayer going on, fellowship going on. Send us your information. Send us your email address. Uh, if you have ministry information, church information, Whatever you want to do, email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. We want to make ourselves available for you. So we're talking about the Lord, talking about Jesus. You've got a need for forgiveness in your life. You've got a need to have a friend in God that's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. No greater love does a man have than to lay down his life for a friend, and you'll never have a friend in your life as good as Jesus. You have a need for a future in your life, and God is the only one that can give you an expected end. He's the only one that knows the end from the beginning, and he knows who and how and what you're going to choose. Praise God. Glory to God. We're going to go into the time of worship. We'll be back. We'll thank you again. Feel free to call us 619 Four or five eggs out of the phone.
Alright, well, praise God. We're back. This is Prayer International Radio. We just want to take some time to worship. Praise God. You know, we really feel like that's really what matters. You know, it doesn't matter how much teaching and preaching and information you can cram into your life. Okay, and I know that's funny coming from someone that has a teaching uh, talk show. And from somebody that teaches the Word. We're, we do believe in teaching the Word. The Bible says the Word of God is sharp and powerful, sharper than a two-edged sword. It's able to separate the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Listen, the Word of God divides. The Word of God exposes us and shows us really who we are and what's going on in our lives. And we need the Word. You know, the Bible says that a workman needs to learn how to rightly divide the word, and you need to rightly divide the word. You need to learn what the Bible says from Genesis to Revelation. You really do. It's important, you know. If you could take time out every day, if you'll read three chapters a day, three chapters of the Word of God a day, you know, and you kind of handpick. Pick a long one, pick a medium one, pick a short one, and just kind of change it up or read it consecutively in order or, you know, find a daily Bible reading chart or plan and begin to develop a hunger and a thirst for the Word of God. Begin to develop a desire for the Word of God in your life. Very important that you develop a daily reading habit of the Word of God. And so we just want to encourage that, you know. The worlds were framed by the Word of God. The Bible says we live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The Bible says the words of God are spirited and last. Listen, everything on this earth is going to pass away. In heaven, on earth, the Word of God is never going to pass away. The Word stands forever. Even when the grass withers and the flower fades, listen, the word of God that's, that stands, it endures forever, it's clear. It gives you insight to life. Listen, it's the thing that lights the lamp. That's the lamp to your feet. It lights your path. And if you'll meditate on the scriptures, you'll begin to develop a faith and believe that Jesus is the Christ. It'll bring you into salvation. The word of God, God says his word does not return void, but it actually accomplishes Whatever its purpose to be, and listen, if the word of the Lord is going over you, you need to get the word of God in your life and apply it to your situation. You need to make the delight of your life the law of God. Make the reading of his word the delight, the treasure, the thing that motivates you and the thing that gets you excited about life. Hide his word in your heart so that you don't sin against him. You know, all the scriptures were written for your learning, so that you would have hope. Romans 15.4 says that all scriptures were written for your learning, and that through them you would have hope. All scriptures given by inspiration of God. Praise God. It's all profitable for doctrine, for reproof, rebuke, for correction, or for instruction. Listen, we don't need all this information as much as we need impartation. But listen, you don't need a man's word. The Bible says you need no man to teach you, but the Holy Spirit that's inside of you will teach you all things that God has commanded you. 
In fact, he's the one person that will remind you of the word of God and will bring it to your remembrance. And he will lead you in a straight path, saying, this is the way, walk you. So don't harden your hearts, but listen to the voice of God. Develop a desire to read the word of God. Listen, we're going to go. We're taking a break. Listen, we're collecting prayer requests. We've got some different people uh, that will be calling in and whatnot. So 619-638-8458. If you have some prayer requests, uh, maybe you want to verbalize them or go to the chat room. Let us know what to pray for. There's people in there praying. And we will uh, be a support base for you, a prayer base for you. Or email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. And again, this is Prayer International Radio. And we are lifting up the name of Jesus, declaring the word of God. You know, we really believe that the Bible is the word of God. And if you'll open up, you'll allow it to speak tonight. It'll speak to your heart. Finding myself at a loss for words And the funny thing is, it's okay The last thing I need is to be heard But to hear what you would say Like rain, Why? 
All right, praise God. We're back. We just want to say thank God and praise Jesus. You know, we are taking time out to let the Word of God speak to our hearts tonight. And I'm in the chat room, uh, viewing the chat room. Of course, my chatting is slowing down a little bit. It's sometimes hard for me to do both. I don't multitask the best. Um, but I am getting the chatting, so if it slows down, don't just know that that's nothing personal. I just sometimes have to stay focused on what I'm doing. Uh, Sean may be in and out of the chat room as well. And so we just want to take time out. We're going to give our call in number, 619-638-8458. And I just want to let people know God's touching people. God's doing things. We're having people that have been healed. We have some, you know, marriages that are being restored. We have people that are getting healed in their bodies, healed in their minds, healed from addictions, healed from asthma. We've got uh, people uh, that are believing for court situations, and God is showing favor with judges and turning things, extending things, belonging things. And we believe that God has a plan. And right now, we just want to lift up Jose. Uh, we just want to pray right now uh, for Jose. Right now he's facing a federal court situation. We pray that his attorney would have the wisdom and the favor of God. That, Lord, you would give as he turns his heart to you, as he does what is right in your eyes. Lord, turn his heart towards you. Give him favor. We pray mercy over this situation. Bless his family. We just bless our sister, uh, Lupe, tonight. Bless uh, Walk on Water. We just bless the radio program. Bless the show. Bless the ministry. Bless those of you in the chat room. We want to bless you tonight. We want to be a blessing to you tonight. Look, if you're listening to us, if you're checking us out on the website or Facebook or Blog Talk Radio, however you're reaching us, maybe you're listening to us live or archived. You know, prayer, there's no distance in prayer. What God can do in your life uh, is amazing. And what we can do when we join forces in prayer, the way the Lord can answer us and work through us, we can do all things through Christ because he strengthens us. And so call us, 619-638-8458. Tonight we're letting the Word of God speak. We're letting the presence of God speak. We're taking our time tonight. And we're just allowing God to, to come in. So tonight we're going to ask God for power encounters. Listen, ask Him for the Holy Spirit. Ask Him to anoint you tonight, to do the work in the ministry. Ask Him to touch your life and make His Holy Spirit real to you. He's real. He's alive today. He's alive today. And he is healing today. He is setting free today. He's delivering today. He's he's financially blessing people today. And he is God. He's not religious, but he is real. And he wants you to have real encounters with him. The Elijah Anointing. Malachi chapter 4, verse 5. Behold, I am going to send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and terrible day of the Lord. And he will restore the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the earth with a curse.
Father, I'm asking you for Elijah the prophet. For the spirit and power of Elijah. That it would come, oh God, into the nations. Power encounters. Prophetic evangelism. The spirit of revival that would turn whole nations to God. Father, miracle signs and wonders. I thank you that Elijah is coming, oh God, before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Oh God, there's an anointing that's coming in the end times. There's an anointing that's coming to prepare us for the harvest that will come before the second coming of Jesus. Let it come, oh God. anointing in Revelation chapter 11 verse 3 and that you will give great power to your two witnesses and they will prophesy and if anyone desires to harm them fire proceeds out of their mouth devours their enemies if anyone would desire to harm them in this manner he must be killed these have the power to shut up the sky in order that rain may not fall during the days of their prophecy. They have power over the waters to turn them into blood and to strike the earth with every plague as often as they desire. Father, I see the spirit and power of Elijah, the spirit and power of Moses. I see the office of the prophet and the office of the evangelist coming together to prepare us for the greatest harvest that we have ever experienced in the nations, O oh God. Power evangelism. Power encounters. That anointing, O oh God, that's going to turn whole nations to you. Signs and wonders that are going to take place in the heavens. And signs and wonders that are going to take place in the earth. I thank you, Father, that this anointing in Revelation chapter 11, verse 4, is for the two olive trees and the two lampstands that stand before the Lord God of the earth. Father, I believe there is coming a corporate anointing upon businessmen and women and housewives and children, young and old that there will be a revival of the ministry of Jesus, a revival of the saints being released into the works and the powers of Jesus Christ in the marketplaces. Father, I'm asking you to begin to pour out your spirit. Let that anointing, let that power that we see resting upon the lives of Moses, Elijah, let it come upon your church today. Let it come into the nations of God. Power encounters, signs in the heavens, signs in the earth. Father, I'm asking you in the name of Jesus, a prophetic event, demonstrations of the Holy Ghost and power.
All right, praise God, we're back. Just want to give some time for uh, prayer requests to come in, and just time for the Word of God to soak in to your hearts. Of course, it's always good to worship. You know, it's always good to make time for the presence of God. And so, you know, we're talking about the Word of God. A couple of things I want to bring up about the Word of God. You know, the Bible says, you know, there's no book. There's no book like the Word of God, first of all. The Bible's a living book. You'll never find another book on earth like it. In fact, it's your roadmap to success. You know, you need to realize when you see hypocrisy in believers and inconsistency in ministers and difficulties in your own lives, trying to live a biblical standard. Sometimes, you know, the enemy will bring up and make you feel like there's contradictions in the scriptures. You'll start to doubt the validity of the Bible and you'll see the hypocrisy in the church. Listen, there's major warfare that goes on that will that will mess with your mind at times to make you battle over this word, battle over this book, battle over the fact, is this the word of God or not? And you'll have an erratic or emotional turmoil at times trying to figure out if God's speaking to you or what God's doing or, or, you know, where's all this coming from. And so what I need to say this is that if the Word of God, the Bible, Jesus said to the Pharisees, you think that the Scriptures and the Scriptures you have eternal life, but it's me that they're testifying of. And I am the way, the truth, and the life. And I'm here to tell you that if the Bible, if your Bible reading and your study of theology and your study of religion is not leading you into an encounter with the Holy Spirit, if it's not leading you into an encounter with the person of Jesus Christ, the person of God, then it's not of God. It's merely a religious experience. It's not a supernatural, it's not a kingdom of God experience. If it's not leading you into an encounter with the true living God, you know, the Bible says in the last days there will be men that will preach words to other men that have itching ears. That the love of many will wax cold and they'll be more concerned about worshiping the creation rather than the creator. And that they'll talk about winds of doctrines and heresies and, and this and that and things that do not even lift up the name of Jesus, or glorify the cross. Listen, we need to stay true to the word of God. Worship him in spirit and in truth. And if you're not worshiping him in truth, you're missing something. And so everything we talk about is going to be about the foundation. It's going to have a foundation of the word of God in it. You know, no human would have ever written a standard as high as the scripture teaches. Think about it. No wife would have ever written to obey your husband. No husband would have ever come up with love your wife like Christ treats the church. There's no way that would have entered into men. That came from God. That came from the mind of God. Now, what teenager is going to say, honor your father and mother? No, sorry, not this teenager. 
Yeah, who who's gonna say okay, adultery is bad enough, but if you lust after somebody, you're guilty. Murder is is bad enough to be judged by, but if you if you hate somebody in your heart, you're guilty of murder. This is the standard that Jesus came up with. This is the standard that the Scripture teaches. How many rich people are going to admit that if you trust in riches, your riches will fail? That's what the proverb says. Foolishness is bound to the heart of a child. How many children would have come off of that? All right, so the Word of God, it's human, it's human standards, okay, that religion teaches, but God's standards is what Christianity teaches, what the Bible teaches. We're talking about God and his standards, not man and his. And so there's a difference. And we want you to know that there's a difference. That was confused. So one of the reasons for the word of God, why we believe it's the infallible word of God, why it's the word of God is pure, it's, it's not from human intellect, is that, first of all, no human would have ever come up with a standard this high. Think of the best person you know. And surely the best person you know would have left some of these scriptures out because they can't do it themselves. Listen. So what the Bible projects is an inhuman standard. It has to be God. So that's number one. Praise God. Number two. And I'll try to hurry because we're coming up to the break, and then we're going to really get into teaching the Word of God, but I'm just laying a foundation right now. You know the Bible says that the foundations be destroyed. What can the righteous do? So right now we're laying a foundation. We're laying a foundation. Praise God. You know, I don't know, I may have lost my connection here. I know we're still connected, but it looks like I dropped in the chat room. All right, so stick with us. If you're listening and you're having problems in the chat room, stay on, stay in there. We'll be back. Listen, number two, there's a climate of charisma. There's there's a presence that the Bible generates that no other book in the world creates. Listen, something different about the Bible. When you're in a restaurant, let me say this. Put a dictionary on the table. Put an encyclopedia on the table. And a novel or a fiction. Listen, put a book on the table and you won't see heads turn. You won't see men look at it. You won't see people affected. They won't look at you twice. Okay, nobody cares. But you put a Bible on a a table, they're going to stare at you. They're going to watch you chew your teeth. They'll stare at you your entire meal. The magnetism of the Word of God, is it, it draws people, it attracts people, it, it upsets people. There's something different about the Word of God that's different than any other book. And like I said, just pull out your Bible in public and see what kind of reaction you get. The Bible creates a presence of God and it forces people to react to it. Number three. When you read this book, you're changed. 
the nature of men, the nature of women, the nature of people. People are changed when they read the Bible. They they begin to accept Christ. They see that they need to re- receive Christ as their Savior. They realize that they're sinners. They realize they can have beauty uh, for ashes. They can have joy for mourning. They can have healing for sickness. Listen, when you read this book, you realize, hey, you can find forgiveness in Jesus Christ. You can find the life that you're looking for. Praise God. There's changes that when you embrace the Word of God, they're supernatural. Drug addictions are broken. Alcoholics have been set free. People that are violent become weak and submissive. Meek and submissive. Not weak, but meek. The Word of God will change you. By beholding Him, we're changed. And the Bible is nothing more than a picture of Jesus and who He is. So listen, we're just wetting your appetite tonight. This is Prayer International Radio. This is Face to Face. My name is Chris Herzog, and we're coming up on the 11 o'clock hour central time, broadcasting out of Dallas, Texas. Now, I know we've got people in the chat room. God bless you in the chat room tonight. We're praying for you, standing in agreement with your families, with your prayer requests. Facebook family, we're standing with you. Our blog talk radio family, we're praying for your shows. Ministers, I know you may be just coming on after some of your shows are ending tomorrow. Get in with us. Let us refresh you. As you refresh others, you need to be refreshed. And so the Word of God, powerful, powerful book. And so praise God, we want you to focus on the Word of God And that you would listen to the word of God You'd listen to the sound of his voice That's what we're talking about You live by every word that proceeds out of his mouth
All right, praise God. This is Prayer International Radio. And my name is Chris Herzog, and we're coming up to the second half of our broadcast. It's a few minutes past 11 o'clock Central Time, broadcasting out of Dallas, Texas. Praise the Lord. Uh, looks like we got some people in the chat room. And, of course, my chatting will slow down a little bit as I share the Word of God and teach a priest. So just... Uh, Realize uh, my buddy Sean may be back in the chat room. You guys go ahead and go back and forth. We got Jay Drew, we got Walk on Water, we got Guest 3725. We just bless all of you tonight. Bless your ministries, bless your hunger and thirst for righteousness and for the kingdom of God. God promises if you hunger and thirst, you'll be filled. And so we pray be filled tonight by the power of the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the glory of God. Be filled with the presence of the peace of God tonight. And we pray that the Holy Spirit would become a reality in your life and, and birth and the character and the fruit of the Lord in you. And so tonight we've been talking about the Word of God. Uh, tonight we've been talking about the Word of God and uh, three irrefutable facts, things that we've talked about, and I'll run through them real quickly for those of you that might have missed it earlier. But the first one... Uh, no human would have ever written a standard as high as the scriptures teach. That's how we know this is a, is a God thing. We know that the word of God was not written by man because, first of all, man would have never said, love uh, your wife like Christ loved the church. Okay, no teenager would have told you to obey your parents. A child would have never said that foolishness is down in the heart of the child. Listen, no wife would have ever told you to obey your husband. A rich man never would admit that if you trust in riches, that it would fail. So praise God. Listen, that's why we believe that, that there's there's a truth in the Word of God. There's a truth there. Uh, no man would have come up with this. There's just no way. In all your goodness, in all your righteousness, even the best person you know, come on, there's certain scriptures they can't even keep. The Bible projects an inhuman standard, an inhuman way of life. It's got to be God. It has to be God because no man would have ever written a standard that high, okay? So that's number one. Number two, hey, there's a presence. There, There's a stirring that that happens when, when the Bible is noticed. When you bring a Bible on the scene, when you, when you bring a Bible into a restaurant, bring a Bible into a place, listen to this. You can bring a novel. You can bring an encyclopedia, a dictionary, you can bring a cookbook, and you can put it on a, a desk at school. And not people people aren't gonna really look at you. Put it on your table in the cafeteria or a restaurant, and nobody's gonna look at you twice. But listen, when you put your Bible down, put a Bible down. And people will stare at you, they'll watch you chew your food, they'll gaze and glare at you through your entire meal. They'll even watch what kind of car you drive. Why? The Bible creates a presence of God that forces a reaction in the hearts of man. It causes people to react. It causes people to react. Listen. The magnetism of the Word of God, you can't describe it. You can't refute it. You'll never forget it. Listen. When you see somebody walk into a place with the Bible in their hand, you take notice. And believe me, even if you're in the church or in the world, people take notice when they see a Bible come on the scene. 
<laughs> Praise God. Hey, New King James. Hey, bring bring a family Bible. Bring the bring the ten pounder. Hey, whatever it takes. Just you know, get get into it. We're, we're supposed to be separated. Now I believe you know in wisdom. I believe you don't have to have a ten pound Bible under your arm to preach. But hey, if you want to, go for it. Go for it. You know, hey, it doesn't matter. The word is the word, and God's word does not change. It does not return void. And there is power in the gospel to those who believe. We are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God to those that believe. So number two, we believe the word of God is is, is the word of God. The Bible is the word of God, and it's pure because it, it creates something. It stirs up something. And number three, hey, there's changes that happen in people's lives when they embrace the Word of God. There's something supernatural that takes place. The Bible can bring real change. The nature of man's changed when you read the Bible. People are changed when they receive Jesus into their hearts. People are changed when they become uh, Christians. They receive Jesus. They realize they're sinners. They they change. Look, drug addictions. Drug addicts can be healed. Alcoholics have been set free and delivered. People can change because of the word of God. People that are violent can become humble. Come on. They can calm down. People that are anxious can have peace. Praise God. So that's why I believe the Bible is the word of God, because people's lives can change as a result of reading this book. So praise God. So that's part of our foundation we're laying. I know some of you have heard this twice now. But I want you to get it. Look, we're, we believe in repetition. Let me tell you something. God, if you read, God is constantly saying, meditate on my word day and night. Don't let it depart from your mouth. Seek me early. Seek me with all your heart. Seek me. You're constantly hearing God speak the same things in different books to different men, to different women, to different apostles, Prophets, writers, Old and New Testament, God speaking the same thing over and over and over and over and over. Why? Because He wants you to get it. Today, if you hear His voice, don't harden your heart. This is life to those that find Him and health to all. Come on. You want health to your bones? You want life? You want peace in your mind? He who keeps his mind on me, I'll keep him in perfect peace, God says. So how do you do that? Meditate day and night. And take heed according to the word of God. Hide the word of God in your heart so you don't sin against him. Let the words of your mouth and the meditations of your heart be pleasing and acceptable in the sight of God. You see, what comes out of you, what comes out of you, as a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. From the overflow of the mind, the heart, the mouth speaks. So when you speak, that's what you get. Yeah, we drill this. I drill this. Uh, my wife will tell you, I'm like a drill sergeant. Praise God. Yeah, preach, brother. Sister, everybody, preach. I'm looking in the chat room. I'm with you guys. Hey, we're all about the presence of God. Listen, if you were here at J. Drew, listen, 
you need to go back to some of our archive messages. You'll hear uh, you'll hear what we were saying about the presence of God. We're all about the presence of God on this show. We're all about the Word of God, Spirit and Truth, brother. Spirit and Truth. We should have called it the Spirit and Truth Program because we talk about that a lot. But listen, the Word of God will change your life. Hey, it's the most important book on the earth. The Word of God can solve every problem in your life. The Holy Spirit, He uses the Word for change. Look, Joshua 1.8 says, Meditate. Do not let the book of the law depart from your mouth, but meditate on it day and night and do and observe to do all that's commanded in it. And it will make your way prosperous and you shall have good success. Listen, your obedience to the Word of God will determine your success. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. And your ignorance to the Word of God, listen, your ignorance. The Bible says my people perish for a lack of knowledge. They used to say what you don't know can't hurt you. That's not true. That's not true at all. That's a perpetuated lie of the enemy. That whole sticks and stones and they break my bones, but words will never... That's not true. That's a lie of the enemy. Words are powerful. There's life and death in them. The thoughts that you harbor in your heart, the things that you meditate on, the things that you set your affections on, very powerful. Did you know just by thinking, just by speaking... You can change your world. You can create any future you want. Did you know that? The Bible says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You can create any future you want. All you have to do is get the right words in your mouth and the right attitude in your heart and begin to put your hands to whatever the Lord has put in your heart to do. And the Bible says, Praise God. Edit time. I don't know. Maybe I'm in part of the conversation. I'm just dipping. Edit time. Hey, there's different kinds of gifts. Praise God. Hey, we're I'm, I'm in there. Let's get this going. The Bible says the Holy Spirit is passing out gifts. He gave gifts unto men. And if we'll earnestly desire, listen, we need to seek love, first of all, because faith works by love. The greatest gift is love. We want to talk about spiritual gifts? Love. Oh, we believe in prophecy. We believe in healing. We believe in tongues, interpretation of tongues. We believe in casting out devils. I've seen it. I've seen too much. Hey, you're talking to a boy. I'm 38 years old, and I've been in the kingdom for 22 years. Okay, I was raised Catholic, saved Baptist, and on the back row of the Baptist church, experienced what we call the baptism of the Holy Spirit, or the, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, but here I was on the back row 
of the Baptist Church with a we had hymnals uh, in the Baptist Church. I had one hand on a hymnal and one hand up in the air because I'd actually a couple of days before went to this four square church, a four square gospel church with a friend, and saw people lifting up their hands in church. I didn't even know what that was. I was 16 years old, raised Catholic, prayed the sinner's prayer, had a few experiences with the Holy Ghost that didn't meet the 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 doctrine of the church that I attended. So they didn't understand some things. I was I was hearing God speak to my heart and and having dreams and visions and feeling his presence, speaking in tongues and seeing demons manifest in people and seeing people actually get healed when we prayed for them. We were leading people to the Lord at parties back when I was a teenager and baptizing them in swimming pools and hot tubs and bathtubs and whatever we could. We didn't know any better. We were new in the kingdom. We were just reading the Bible and praying, and God was pouring out. Well, I lasted about three months in that Baptist, three weeks, I'm sorry, three weeks, 21 days, give or take, maybe four weeks. It's been 22 years ago, so it's hard to remember every detail. But, uh, you know, God moved me on and taught me some things about spiritual gifts, taught me some things. Hey, 1 Corinthians 12. First Corinthians 14, First Corinthians 13, Romans 8, Jude, uh, Jude verse 20 will say, build yourself up in the most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. Listen, Jesus in the book of Mark chapter 16, verse uh, 15 through 18, he said, after he was taken up, he said, in my name, the signs shall follow them that believe in my name, they shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall drink deadly things, hey, and it won't hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And, and when Jesus was taken up, the Bible says that the, the, the men of God, the disciples, the apostles, went forth and preached the word of God. And the Lord worked with them with signs following. Listen, if you're a spirit-filled believer, if you're charismatic, Pentecostal, non-denominational, full gospel, holiness, whatever you want to call it, church of God, assemblies of God, hey, I don't know. I, I don't even know all the denominations out there that are. Even if you just put Spirit Field on on your sign. Okay, look. Let me say one thing. I am a Spirit Field believer. I believe in prophecy. Okay, I believe in tongues and the interpretation of tongues and healing and casting out devils and discernment. I, I, words of wisdom, words of knowledge. Ask my wife. We we follow it all. But not all of them, because, you know, hey, we're not Jesus. But the ones that the Lord has imparted, the gifts that the Lord's imparted in our lives, we play with them. We practice them as a way of life. Supernatural is natural in the life of the believers. The supernatural should be natural. And everything you do naturally, you should take on supernaturally, if that makes any sense. You should just learn to have a genuine supernatural walk with Christ. He's a supernatural being. And you're a supernatural being. Okay? And there's no argument. There's people out there and your doctrine or your experience tells you, well, I prayed for healing, I didn't get healed, so it must not be true. What about the person that you you shared Jesus with somebody and they never confessed Jesus and got saved? So did you stop sharing your faith? Just because one person didn't get saved? 
because you prayed one time and you didn't see it happen, or you prayed for a week or two or a year. I prayed for my mother for 21 years. 21 years. And she finally accepted Jesus Christ last year. Do you think that I wanted to get discouraged and say, this God thing's not real? Because of different disappointments and circumstances in my life? Because I wanted to throw in the towel and give up? The Bible says, you shall reap in due season if you faint not. Don't draw back. Don't draw back. Don't draw back. Keep preaching. Keep preaching. Keep preaching. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep declaring the word of God. Keep believing. Listen. God has no pleasure in them that draw back. And if you're fit for the kingdom of God, you can't put your hand in the plow and look back. But you got to set your face like a flint and you got to go forward. Not looking to the right or the left, but listening and following the voice of the Lord because God has paths of righteousness for your feet to walk in. He'll make your crooked paths straight. And he'll lead you with a lamp to your feet and a light to your path with the word, the truth of the word of God. The Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth if you ask him. If you ask for bread, you won't get a stone. And if you ask for a fish, you won't get a scorpion, I guess. If you ask for an egg... You won't get a rock. You know, different versions say different things. I've I've read so many versions, sometimes they blend together. Listen. Okay, some of you might be King James people. NIV, New King James. Why don't you just open up the Greek and the Hebrew? You know, I studied Greek and Hebrew for three years at Oral Roberts University. Okay, I also went, studied, you know, in a Baptist college. Listen, it doesn't matter. None of that matters. Right now, I'm I'm going to Bible school uh, through a Reformed theology school out in California. It doesn't matter. None of it matters, really, because this is the deal. If you don't have Jesus, if you don't have the Spirit of God, you're none of His. Only those that are led by the Spirit of God can say, Jesus is Lord. Only those that are led by the Spirit can come to God and let the Spirit draw him. Listen, it doesn't matter what how much knowledge you have in your head and how much information you have. What matters is how much revelation, how much revealed knowledge, how much intimate knowledge of God do you have. How, how well do you know God? Yeah, you may know about him. You may know of him. You may have heard of him. But how's your relationship with him? What do you all talk about? Do you, do you know what he likes, what he doesn't like? Do you know what grieves him and what angers him? Do you know what pleases him and what disgusts him? Do you know what rejoices his heart? Do you know what causes him to brood over you with singing? Right, God bless you tonight. Bless you, Sister Lupe. If you're still with us, hey, stay with us. Uh, bless you, Jay Drew. I guess you're out, but uh, we'll keep you in prayer. We'll check you out. We'll have to check his profile out and stay in touch with him. Hey, listen, God's pouring out his spirit. 
There's impartation here tonight. If you want to go to different levels, you want God to give you dreams and visions, you want God to anoint you to heal the sick, listen, the Bible says you already have the Holy Spirit in you. You're blessed with every spiritual blessing. The same Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells inside of you. And Jesus said, you can do greater works than these. If he goes to the Father, he'll send the Holy Spirit, and you can go out and do greater works. So I'm here to tell you tonight, God's called you for greater things. God's called you for greater work. God's called you to have a supernatural life, a supernatural walk. God's called you to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to cleanse the lepers, to cast out devils. He's called you for that. How do I know that? Because Jesus said so. Jesus said so. Jesus said so. Father, bless those that are staying with us tonight. Bless those in the chat room. Bless Sister Lupe tonight. Bless her son. Bless her whole situation with her family. Bless her situation with her health, Lord. I pray that she walk in the strength of the Lord, that you would open her mouth and fill it, Lord. When she does her radio broadcast in Jesus' name, I pray for this walk on water. I pray in Jesus' name. We pray at Prayer International. We lift up for the walk on water broadcast. We lift up Sister Lupe, Lord, we pray that you would fill her mouth with the sharp word of God, that you would touch the lives of men, women, and children, and that you would use her mightily by the power of your Holy Spirit to proclaim the truth and declare your healing and take the healing anointing and the healing power. Father, build her faith, Lord. As she receives healing, let her go forth and freely give. So bless you tonight, Sister. Bless you tonight, Sister in the chat room. Bless you, Sister Lisa. Bless you. We pray for for Jay Drew. Hey, we pray for you. Bless you tonight. Bless you tonight. Hey, it's great. That's great. Well, praise God. So we're still going. I'm just kind of looking at the chat room, just going back over some stuff. Hey, God's good. And uh, listen, if you have prayer requests, go to the phone, 619-638-8458. You want to call in, share your heart, uh, anything, feel free. Also, uh, we are taking emails at prayerinternational at gmail.com. And so I think we're going to go into a time of worship briefly, and then I'm going to get back into the Word, and we're going to wrap this thing up in prayer. My name is Chris Herzog. This is Prayer International Radio. And uh, just to let you know, you can find me on Facebook. You can find Prayer International on Facebook. Sean Holmberg's there, too. You can check us out on MySpace, Twitter, Blog Talk Radio, blogger.com. You stream YouTube and prayerinternational.org. Hey, God bless you tonight. Thank you. We're declaring and believing for big things in your life. We know God's got amazing things for everyone listening tonight. We know that God is working and moving in your life. We're believing that the will of God will be done and the kingdom of God will come. So we are declaring tonight Jesus Christ is Lord 
He's mighty to save.
All right, praise God, we're back. Sorry about that. I think we were muted a little longer than I thought there. Well, praise God. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'll be your host for the next 20 minutes, the last portion of our broadcast. So we're just lifting up the name of Jesus. Tonight we've been talking about the Word of God. And, you know, a lot of times we'll talk about the presence of God or the Word of God, or you've heard us talk about faith. You know, Sean has shared a lot of words about faith. You know, I made mention earlier that the Word of God changes people. The Word of God transforms people. It's a supernatural book that has supernatural what's the word? Outcomes. And your obedience to the Word of God determines, really does determine your success. You know, it's not necessarily how much you hear God speak, but it's what you do with what you hear. It's what you do with it. Hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord. That means do what you hear. Praise God. So that being said, listen, your success is going to require change in your life. That's why you need the Word of God. It'll give you hope for change. It'll give you the keys to change. It'll provide proof that people can change. So you can talk to people and find out. There's examples in the Bible itself of people that succeeded in their goals. So people can change. Wait. Saul the tormentor became the apostle for Apostle Paul the mentor. Saul the tormentor became Paul the mentor. He was changed because he had an encounter with the Spirit of God. He was knocked off his high horse. When you read about the changes that took place in the Apostle Paul and the book of Acts, your faith is going to change. It's going to leak. You realize, man, if there was hope for that guy, there's definitely hope for me. Without the word of God, your your life can really appear hopeless at times. You know, when you're waiting for others to change, or, or you know, when you're waiting to get your confidence to see that God's really evolved, waiting for yourself to change, sometimes things seem so hopeless. So it's important to have the word of God and and have examples. The Bible says that follow those who through faith and patience inherited the promises of God. Paul said, imitate me. Christ said, imitate me. Be a doer of the word. Clothe yourself in Christ. That means when people see you, you appear Christ-like. God can change your circumstances. Think about Joseph. Here he was a man. Somebody else's anger put him in a pit.
someone else's anger, put him in a prison, put his faith and his diligence towards God, move him into the palace. God can change your circumstances through his word. Your finances can change. Look, God can change your finances through his word. Look at King 17. The widow of Zarephath was impoverished, and here a man of God comes by. And he says, give me your last meal. And they probably thought at first, yeah, this is nuts. But favor flooded from that man of God, and he had a word of faith that steps into that woman's life. The word of God from a man of God or from a woman of God, when a woman or a man of God speaks his word, speaks God's word, when the woman or man speaks God's word into your life, it corrects your focus. Faith steps into your life. Favor. Your physical condition can change. And you're sick of your body. Here a woman had an issue of blood for 12 years, but the word of God says, one touch from Jesus. He said, who touched me? One touch. Her persistence to press into Jesus. Her persistence to get a hold of Jesus brought change. And if you have a physical condition in your life, be persistent. Be persistent to the word of God. This woman had her issue for 12 years. Instead of murmuring or complaining for 12 years, to God. Praise the Lord. Look, your life can change. Any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away, all things have become new. Your sinful nature can change. All have been all toward the glory of God. Listen, the word of God says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You can change. The word of God can change your view of authority. Maybe you don't submit. Maybe you don't do well with having somebody tell you what to do. Look, the word of God guarantees he'll honor you for it. Let every soul be subject to the higher power. For there's no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Romans 13 and 1. The word of God changes your view of your own family, of your children, of, of your family. The people in your life start seeing them as a reward, as a blessing. Sometimes you, you're sick of your job. Realize it's the Lord that gives power to make wealth. Works the gift of God and birth significance and, and financial provision for your family. If you work hard at it, it'll birth recognition. If you're diligent at it, it'll bring you before a great man.
Word of God can change your focus. The Holy Spirit can use the Word of God to be an instrument of change in your life. The Word of God helps you focus on the needs of others. Ephesians 6 8 says, No one wants everything to good, and you can do it, the same shall you receive of the Lord, whether he be blind or free. Your focus, whatever you focus on, whatever you choose to believe, it's going to affect your faith. Job was in the midst of his adversity. He focused on the needs of his friends, and his circumstances changed. The Lord gave twice as much as he lost. He gave him twice as much back. Look, twice as much. Job 42 says. Listen, don't be unwilling to change. Allow God to work a change in your life. All things have passed away. All things have become new. God can bring a newness over your life. You have to choose to obey him. You have to choose to be a doer of the word. Look, it's only the obedient that are guaranteed reward. God says if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. God's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. But there's, the world's filled with millions of people that are needy, hopeless. The world's filled with tons of people that are desperate for God. But God doesn't respond to pain. He responds to faith. He responds to obedience. Billions of people live in pain. They've got financial pain. They've got physical pain. They've got mental pain. They've got all kinds of issues in their lives, but they don't experience change. Why? God responds to obedience. See, that word of God that can bring change into your life, you have to respond to it. You have to do something with it. You have to obey the word of God for it to bring change in your life. You have to obey the word of God for your financial situation to change, for your physical situation, your mental situation, your daily pain to change, your relationship situation. That situation you have with your son or your daughter or your grandson or your granddaughter or your mother or father, maybe it's a sibling, sibling rivalry. Apply the word of God. Look, there's one Bible verse that reveals the essence of God. God is not a man that he should lie neither the Son of Man that he should repent. If he said it, he shall do it. Shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, he shall not make it good. Numbers 23, 19. In other words, if God says it, he's going to make it good. The only thing that pleasures God, listen, 
Without faith, it's impossible to please him. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. That means God's pleased and pleasure when you believe his word. When you take a step out on his word. For he that comes to God must believe that he is. Hey, faith in God. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You have to believe that he's going to bless you for seeking him. He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. You have to believe that. Praise God. All right, so learn to seek him. Your knowledge of the word of God does not guarantee your success, but your obedience to the word of God determines your success. Your success on your job is affected by the word of God. How do I know this? Proverbs twenty two twenty nine says, Do you see a man diligent in his business? He shall stand before kings, and he shall not stand before me in them. Look, your success in your family life is affected by your obedience to the word of God. How do I know this? Ephesians 6, 4 says, Fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Your success with your mate, your future or your present mate. So what men not to love their wives as their own bodies, he that loves his wife as himself. He that loves his wife loves himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourished and cherished it even as the Lord the church. Your financial success is affected by your obedience to the word of God. Blessed is the man, this is Psalm 112, 1-3. Blessed is the man that delighted greatly in his commandments, wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Your obedience to the word of God determines your success in life. Your obedience to the Word of God determines your success in life. Now listen, Jesus said, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. God said, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. Actually, Hosea 4, 6. Scriptures. It's not demons. It's not enemies. Not the devil. But my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Ignorance is deadly. What you don't know can hurt you. So ask for spirit of wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Jesus spoke the word. He's the word. Get obsessed with the word. When leaders become obsessed with the word, they're going to birth people obsessed with the word. When leaders speak the word, their people will live the word. When you speak the word in your family, your household will live the word. Look, you've got to have time in his presence. You've got to have change in his presence. That's the purpose of his presence is change. What does it produce? Holiness. Holiness. The only weapon the devil's got against you is ignorance. Listen, he wants to keep you from changing in the presence of God. He wants to keep you from spending time in the presence of God. He wants to keep you from speaking the word 
Satan doesn't fear when you sin, and God's going to forgive. He doesn't fear your depression. God will drive it away with the spirit of praise. But what Satan fears is your knowledge and your discovery of the word of God. He's helpless against your knowledge of the word. Your ignorance of the word of God is the only weapon the enemy can use against you. But your obedience to the word of God will determine your success. The Holy Spirit will use the word of God as an instrument of change in your life. Remember, the word of God is the most important book on the earth. Why? It reveals Jesus. It shows you the person of Christ which prepares you for eternity. It shows you the principles of Christ, which prepares you for the earth. Look, we've got a few minutes left. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. We're wrapping it up tonight. 619-638-8458 is our phone number. If you have any prayer requests, you can email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com or go into the chat room. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just pray right now, Father, for everyone watching uh, in the chat room, everyone listening on the broadcast, everyone connected to the website, listening live or archived. Father, we pray that you'd bless them tonight. Bless them wherever they're at. Let the power of the Holy Spirit rest upon them. Let the peace of God, which passes all understanding, rule their hearts and minds by Christ Jesus. And we pray the will of God be done and the kingdom of God come on earth as it is in heaven, that you'd reveal Jesus to them in a powerful, mighty way. And, Father, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Thank you, Father. We just praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.